0: You are listening to Talks Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Talks Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Talks Machina. The question we're all wondering, are we on the internet?
1: Go ahead, Sam. Just Just go ahead and make us cry. That's fine. It's fine. I've been crying since Thursday. Just don't worry about yeah, it.
0: Just go ahead and get it out of it with.
1: Just wanted to see my husband oh,
0: again. Boy. <laughs> oh boy. Tonight, the mighty nine get the scoop on Luxon. Luxon, yeah. Luxon. Reunite not with her husband and check in with each other after that game-changing moment. We'll break it all down with Matthew Mercer, Sam Regal. You went with that, huh? Shaka. All that and more tonight on Talks Machina. Safe. <laughs> Back, we have <laughs> we have a few announcements. In case you missed today's episode of Travis Willingham's Yeehaw Game Ranch, you missed out. Brittany Wallach Key made her debut on the show. Uh, you got to check it out. It's going to be on YouTube on Thursday. Uh, you can also catch the show live every other Tuesday, swapping with Mame Drop at 4 p.m. Pacific. Name Drops, a great show. Talis and Jaffe host that one, if I'm not mistaken. Indeed, he does. Tomorrow, the season finale of Pub Draw, featuring Matthew Mercer. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh! Yeah. That, that, that's the uh, thing. that you to draw? Happen. I used to once upon a time. The man can I mean, temp- draw, and you will see so tomorrow
2: the man can draw. I am uh draw. Temporary expectations, please. Yeah, I mean,
0: temporary expectations, but he can draw. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, put okay. a, if you put a drawing of something that he did next to one of mine, you would definitely say that.
2: Okay, yeah, in that context, yes, I'm, okay. I am a fantastic right.
0: artist. So that should be everyone's expectations, <laughs> is that you're that good. Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, twitch.tv. I don't want to rip the jacket, as a lash.
1: Oh no, yeah. does that role. mean you can't dab tonight? No, a I tragedy. can't. Watch this, watch, oh, this. No. watch this. <laughs> this, watch this,
0: watch uh, this. I, hate <laughs> I was too. just kidding. As a reminder, many of our shows, including Talks Mocking on Critical Role, are available in a podcast format. Oh.
3: This right. show, what? Wait, this show you can actually get podcasts? Yes, Where's
0: dude. It? I didn't actually know that. Next week, <laughs> oh, next week, on now Tuesday, you can listen. <laughs> next week on Tuesday, people will be listening to this. As a podcast. Wow. Us talking about it as a podcast. They're
3: listening right now.
0: They are. Wow. They're, going, they're not listening right, they're right now. The they're camp. listening <laughs> next week. But they're also listening right now. Uh, oh, iTunes, Google, Spotify. Look for the black Critical Role logo after searching in your favorite podcasting app. Check out CritRoll.com, critical crit not CriticalRoll.com yet. Confusing. Slash <laughs> FAQ for more details. Folks at home, we have nine days left on our nine. Kickstarter. Oh my goodness. Campaign for the Legend of Vox Machina animated series. series. We have a pretty fun, fun surprise for everyone to close out the campaign uh, yeah. that we've been working on behind the scenes. Behind the scenes is over here. Yeah. <laughs> These are the scenes. It's, it That's can also bu- be over <laughs> there. But the that scenes. actually does count as also <laughs> behind the also scenes. Be a scene. There's a lot of scenes uh, and a lot of behind them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Far behind here is our mouth breathing crew. Mm-hmm. The mics, mics pick you... up a lot of the purring. <laughs> We're gonna make an announcement soon regarding that special surprise for the end of the Kickstarter campaign, so keep an eye on our social media accounts this week. <laughs> why are you laughing, Max? Because of the way I said social media like a douchebag? Is that why you're laughing? Can I make an announcement? Let me finish mine. Oh, Jesus. You can join our campaign <laughs> at critroll.com.
1: <laughs> you have to stop.
0: This is good. That Did was just,
1: an X. That was a
0: sonic boom, is that what was that was. X. I'm loopy, because Max gave me his vape pen right before the <laughs> show started and said, hit this. What?
3: My, my announcement for the Critical Role animated campaign, critrole.com animated, um, for the Kickstarter campaign, I don't know that I'm authorized to make this announcement, but I'm going to do it anyway. Please,
0: that's what this show is for, breaking rules, saying F you We don't have any
3: more stretch goals. There are no more stretch goals. Yeah. Except there is one.
0: There is one, Sam? What is it? There's a secret stretch goal. Are you
3: out of your goddamn mind? I'm totally serious about it. If we hit 10. $10 million? I know.
0: It's at 9.2 right now, Max, is that correct?
3: 9.2? Travis said that he would let us Film him in a in a haunted house.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yes. what? it's a it's a soft stretch goal. It's not it's not going to be on the Kickstarter website. But this is a me? soft stretch goal. That's,
2: that's the content
3: we all ten need right million. Now, to be honest. Travis goes in a haunted house.
0: Two years ago, Stop. two years ago, if you would have said to me, you
1: have receipts on this. Two I years ago, text. if I you have, have a text
0: to me, that
3: confirms
1: okay. This. That's, that, okay, you is need to binding. save that yeah, text. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> if you would have said to me two years ago, what would it take? To live stream Travis Willingham going through a haunted house, I would say $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been right. Yeah. Wow. You guys, I've been to Halloween Horror Nights with him. Same, it's the best. It is to be able to share that with the world. It's a beautiful and thing. And we, we, we're not even saying how long the live stream is going to be, how big the haunted house is going to be. Yeah. It could be haunted neighborhood. We could go through a series. Days. It could be days. We could oh. take him out for weeks. Yeah.
2: Like a full-on experience. Yep. Horror LARPing. Oh. oh God. Horror LARPing. You, it, you guys don't you don't understand. There's nothing quite like it. It's it's
0: unbridled pure <laughs> human terror. Human yeah. terror. Yeah. Uh, sure. yeah. Yeah. For sure.
3: You really can get oh. up there. It's
0: beautiful. Your guys' amazing generosity has inspired a lot of really interesting meetings where we are now thinking of things to do for these stretch goals, and then all of a sudden it's like, what's the worst thing we could do to Travis? <laughs> I mean, wait this a This has
1: second. been his dream yeah. for so long. Yeah, it and now we're gonna make him go through his nightmare. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's what friends are
2: for.
0: <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's what that's this what, kind that's of friends, true are, true friends for. are for. <laughs> that's what this kind of friends are for. Yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> that sounds pretty crazy, and that's legit? That's it's legit. Okay. All right. You can you It's on videotape.
3: You can count on Sam Regal to always be telling you like it is with the serious dope. I got nothing here. What the <laughs>
0: <heck>? <laughs> Without further ado, ball, you have to you.
1: follow through on these. Let things. us
0: discuss episode 57 of Critical World Campaign 2 in Love and War. Oh. I got you. Hey guys, you're my pals. Do you know who else is my pals? No. Do you know who else are my pals? That dog over there? That dog over there is a sleepy boy. Oh no, I put his bed too far away. I'll fix it during gift of the week. I'll fix (laughs) it during gift of the week, I promise you. The people at home don't tweet me. Do you know who else are my friends? Are who crit roll stats? Oh, they're the yeah. best.
2: They are. They're the They're better than you. They're,
0: they're better than. They're me. way better than me. Are you kidding? I don't deserve to read this off of this uh, generic tablet. <laughs> 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 all of the events from herding demons and bugbear ho- hovels. Hovels? Hovels. Hovel. 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 Yeah, hovel. A, you both said something different. Hovel. It's a hovel. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to him hovel when
3: I, <laughs> this is the guy who thinks that sigil is a
0: word Sigil. So, i don't know how many people sigil hovel sigil
1: is a word i don't sigil. know how many
0: people at home know this but our fantastic friends at DD beyond had matt and marisha record the names of the monsters and the different yeah. races and stuff i, I learned a lot <laughs> on the on the player on the if you go into the player's handbook or the monster Man or whatever it tells you how to pronounce it oh, really? so sometimes at night when i'm in bed and I get lonely because Ashley's been gone until sure. now. And I'll have my phone up and I'll press Matt going, Aarakocra. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, do it again. Aarakocra. You should listen to how I say Tarask. I put a little extra stank on that one. Tarask. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. I was, yeah. Oh, I was how excited. Do
2: you do it? How do you do it?
0: Tarask. Like,
2: <laughs> oh, I'm caressing
0: that one. right into this camera right here, please, sir. Tarrasque.
1: Ooh. Yeah, oh. it's basically like that.
0: God um, damn it. But no, it's Hovel. Hovel. It's So hovel. read it. It's,
1: it's
3: definitely
2: hovel. Read it hovel. again.
0: All of the events from hunting demons, quiet Sam, and bugbear hovels. Thank you. Yeah, he it is hovels. Do so. it. <laughs> <laughs> to settling into Rosona. Rosona, yeah. As heroes of the Rosona. dynasty took place in a single day.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Horosol 19. Wow. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy.
2: You guys needed to sleep bad at the end of all that. Yeah, for sure.
3: We did, and sleep we did. That you did, you
0: yeah. had to cuddle your husband. how he cool. cuddled me. That's true, yeah. so <laughs> much art, so much beautiful art. Yeah. Uh,
1: Quick question, Little yes, Spoon yeah. or Big Spoon?
3: Little Spoon or Big Spoon? I think probably when she was a halfling, she was the Little Spoon, but now that she's not the Brave, I think she's the Big Spoon. Aww. Yeah,
2: probably. <laughs> but that night that night, I think he was the Big Spoon just because you were the one who laid down before he did, and That's he came true. and
0: joined you. That's true. Nice. That's going, going forward, he's going to yeah. be Little
3: Spoon. Probably, oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> In her time with the Nine, Nott has killed 45 creatures and earned almost 2,300 gold on her own. Wow. How about that? She is a woman to be reckoned with. Yeah, mm. that's true. She's a woman to be reckoned with, too. Oh, geez. a that was a joke for squeeze. <laughs> We've been introduced to 722 NPCs in this campaign. Holy alone. shit, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Oh my god, what's wrong with me? You, got, um, you have a lot to say. You have a lot of I voices have lot to of, get out. I, I have issues, apparently. That's a night. lot. I, that's a lot of, I, I don't know. Every one of them distinct in their own way, though, I will say.
3: Wait, there's only been 50-something episodes.
0: Yeah.
1: 57.
0: But that's you have a to lot. think about people that are mentioned, people that are actually met, people that are referenced, right? I think yeah. that's Passing probably wall. people oh. on the Passing street that, that you ask a question dozens to. dozens
3: per episode.
0: Dozens per episode. Yeah,
3: that's amazing. Yeah, it's You're you, amazing. It's what, that's
2: what you guys make me do. It's what the paces you put that me through. Enemies, right? sure.
0: That includes yeah, enemies, right? That includes enemies. So like a bunch any of any character players. that's not a player, I, I imagine that's what they're counting in. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I understand. Wow, it's crazy. Um, Our first question of the night, as tradition when you're on the show, Sam, goes to Matt, It's from the Faceless Evil. Faceless Evil, yes. Matt, are you (coughs) generally forgiving when it comes to the players forgetting about pets slash mounts, or will there be consequences for overlooking the animals? I think,
2: to a certain extent, I'm forgiving, because it's a game you play for fun, and it's not necessarily fun if part of being caught up in the story and the adventure is having to worry about every single moment they do something cool, they're going to kill their pet. Um, but, I, but, but there is a level of negligence
3: that, uh, that will come into play. Like, you don't I, just, I just disagree fundamentally. Do you? If you can't keep, can't, this is what I was told as a child, okay, you can have a dog, but you're going to have to take care of it. If they, if Laura Bailey can't take care of her dog, her imaginary dog, with her imagination, she should not be able to have that dog. I mean, I okay, kind of cool. understand. Can kill oh, I can't do that to Laura or the dog. And you think why I can
2: <laughs> <laughs> So much easier
3: for me. <laughs> like, no, okay? Okay, I see, if, your, point. I see it's, your
2: point. If it's a scenario where because of her choices she puts a pet in danger intentionally or or it's a scenario where it would come into play and there's a failure to maintain its safety then yes but more often than not if it's uh, it comes down to saying is it more fun if this happens
3: yeah okay
2: and if it's if it's more fun for the player for me to to create that challenge constantly then yes but with Laura uh, unless she's really doing some some moves that consciously would put her, her pets in danger and it makes an interesting choice that is fun all around, then I'll do it. Otherwise, okay. I don't want to be too much of a stickler and you well, know, sit on her good time.
1: situations, being faced with the potential of you accidentally killing your dog isn't fun.
2: <laughs> right. So I'm going to savor those for when it's right for the narrative. So it's all a right. special event, should it occur. <laughs> Can a fine familiar be
0: permanently killed or no?
2: uh familiars because of their the nature of their kind of like fake connection they're intentionally not supposed to be permanently killable they they revert to their
0: uh home dimension oh, and that's be... probably good cuz i've this terrible awful theory that keeps me up at nights why i have to listen to you saying arcokra of travis cuz you know how deathly allergic travis is to cats yep i feel like i've thought for a while there he was going to play the long game with frumpkin and then
3: <laughs>
0: oh wow It could
3: well, he is. We know that he is secretly evil. He's
0: we do know he's that the big bad of the of the campaign. secretly Shh. British shoe, secretly British. What's e- What's worse? Let's let the people decide. <laughs> While you answer this question, okay. <laughs> Sam, from uh, Mark Shock. Was it a real fear for you, as well as not, that Yeza was going to reject her? How are you and not feeling about it now that he's accepted her?
3: I was a real definitely a real concern for me uh and for not that Yeza would be horrified by her appearance, taken aback, treat her like the monster that she is. Um but you know, cause I don't know what Matt's gonna do. He Matt has the power to lift us up or break our hearts in a, in a, in an instant. And if Yeza had rejected her, it would have I don't know what the consequences would have been. It might have redoubled her efforts to to get this sort of curse off of her, or it might have plunged her into a a relentless depression that consumed her. But Matt, being a good man and a good friend and a great scene partner, he made Yeza an accepting sort, and uh, I'm thrilled, and now I get to explore what the next step is for her and her husband now that they're at least temporarily together yeah that was a good scene. it was I a really great scene. That. it was a great day. it was a great it was great it was wonderful.
0: are Agreed. you going to be instigating a lot of sex scenes now that you guys are back together just to make Matt have to act those out with you it seems I'm like
3: Laura wants us to instigate a lot of sex scenes. <laughs> she was really goading that on yeah I sure. did
0: feel like that um, yeah i
3: don't I don't know that I'll I mean, I would, in real life, real Sam would love to knock boots with Matt Mercer in real life.
0: Oh, is that a fact?
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in the game. Get in line, pal. In the game, while everyone's watching. Oh, oh, oh we're footsieing.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, in the game, probably won't go for too many cross-species graphic sex scenes. Although, I gotta be honest, I feel like we would make a great graphic sex scene together. How
0: many is too many, though, in your opinion? Uh, More than six. Okay, okay. (laughs) We're at episode 57. I say we could sneak in five before the campaign's over. I'd be happy Matt, Matt is
3: so good, I trust him so much. I bet we could have a meaningful goblin halfling sexual session together, like just describing it, where the characters are giving and taking, honoring each other's pleasure, oh. uh, just you know, just being there for each other in any sort of position that they feel is the you thought right. the burn
2: battle was epic from campaign one. Oh, yeah. This just would
0: be any, a, a Whatever a one-on-one this duel. is. I'm still in the building, Regal! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Liam. I'm so sorry. You were supposed to hear that, Liam? Liam, you were not Shit. supposed to oh, hear no. that. I'm so, I'm, oh. This is going to be so
3: awkward later. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) I thought he left. Oh, Matt. You told me he didn't watch this show. Oh, no! Do you know what's happening in the bathroom right now? He's just like David Cross in Arrested Development. He's showering with his jean shorts on, crying. (laughs) Ugly crying. Matt, Jordan James Meyer wants to know. What's up, Jordan James? Don't ever give us your full name, Jordan. <laughs> how much of this last episode had to be generated on the spot, given the unexpected decision two weeks ago? Uh,
2: I mean, a fair amount. I, I, I had thought what would happen you know, based on that communication between them and the Bright Queen, prepared some bullet points of information based on what they asked, and, um, and then based on how they handled the the scenario with Yezza, like I, I'd
1: say
2: an average amount of it was improvised. Some of it was kind of acquiescing to the requests that you guys made previously in you know freeing Yezza, but then also the sequence with meeting him. Most of that was improvised, and the scene with with Not was improvised, and then you know where you guys go next and. I, it, I don't it, know where we go next. I have to, I have to look back at my notes in, entirely, because you know, every session's kind of a blur, but uh, you know that, that session had probably a, a few varying paths that I kind of loosely prepared, and you guys hit some of it, and then some of it was a lot of conversational uh, improvisation and interactions, so um, it wasn't any more than usual. But
3: I that, love, that's I, love I had two episodes. weeks to prepare. I love episodes like that, where it's mostly RP and character stuff. Um, it's, it's really thrilling for, for me, for all of us as actors, mm-hmm. I think, to do. My kids do not like them. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I tell them what happens. I come yeah, home and then they're, they're like, tell them. Well, not that night, but the next day they're like, what happened, what happened? And I'm like, well, we talked a lot, mm-hmm. and a husband and wife spooned on the floor. <laughs> And they're like, that's it. That's the. But were epic they excited story? that it was you? That it was your husband? Yes, they were. They were actually very excited. Reunited, you know. Yeah. And my daughter was asking, like, does does Yezza think not is ugly? Or, and I was like, no, he's okay with it. And she's like, oh, good. And oh no. my god.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god. That's amazing. Um, Sam. Quirky Corvid asks, "How did not feel being called Veth by the Mighty Nine when her backstory first came out? She indicated she wanted to still be called Not, but obviously with her husband back, everyone has been using Veth. Will she continue now with Veth or go back to (sighs) Not?"
3: I really have made this complicated for myself, Um, but I I think she is okay. Obviously, with her husband calling her by her given name of Veth. But I think as long as she's in that body, she's going to consider herself not fully, fully who she, she think how she thinks of herself, and probably will still go by the name Not. Yeah. For the time being, I think. I think, I don't know. I, I think she, she, she's gone through a lot lately where she's had to rethink her perspective on things. You know, uh, she's met some goblins who aren't the worst. She's, she realized that her husband was not going to just straight up reject her on sight. Um, she realized that they can do maybe some good in the world, and um, it's like things are, things are changing. She's ha- having to reevaluate constantly, so that, that could change.
0: Was there a chance that he could have rejected her? Uh, I
3: don't,
0: I, think, I don't think there was a chance he would have rejected
2: her outside of an extremely aggressive meeting. Like if you had just like tackled him screaming the teeth bared, maybe then he would have it would have been a much harsher. Yeah, <laughs> but, that but, would have been but cool. No, but 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 most likely not. Like the relationship, the way the way based on what we've discussed for your backstory and kind of how I'd interpreted uh, Yeza as a character and the dynamic of your guys' relationship, you know, with, with enough kind of easing him into the circumstance, um, just to kind of wrap his head around it. Yeah, I don't I don't think there was much chance of him rejecting you.
3: Just like you and me in real life. I know. (laughs) He's a good guy.
2: He's he's, he's a a good guy. He's a, um, you know, a a simple rural man who has a knack for alchemy and met the love of his life. She Uh, has a
0: knack for alcohol. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Given her circumstance. Big time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Matt, actually, two eighty-three lease says uh, you mentioned on Twitter that episode fifty-six could have resulted in a TPK depending on party actions. Oof. Could you elaborate what? on what would have led to that? What? It, uh, say what? I, uh, what? It, <laughs> TPK. Uh, oh, you don't know what TPK means? No, I do.
3: But <laughs> you said that?
0: I didn't say. I didn't mean like it would have been like. Oh, you said he was hoping.
2: Was yeah. No, there were there were many different avenues based on what went down and the roles that were made. I didn't expect the conversation to go quite so south so quickly, um, and so I had I'd kind of thought about the opportunities where if you guys had been pulled out of the throne room and then it, there was a journey of getting you to the actual prison, there could have been multiple opportunities of you guys to try and escape from their grasp, or once you arrive there and you guys are thrown in prison. You know, there was a chamber nearby where they would begin to empty out the contents of all your things and asking you what certain things were kind of oh, as an interrogation. Shit. And there would have been possibly some opportunities there to By tripod. Uh, to you know, to to persuade or magically influence characters. Like I didn't want it to be like, oh, wow. well, either this happens or campaign's over. It's not fun for you to just tell players, well, you made a poor choice. Now you're all dead. Like, You want there? You want the story to keep rolling? And and I wanted to. Th- I thought that there would be some opportunities, even if things went really badly, that they could have then broken away and then they would have had, you know, uh, the whole dynasty essentially mm-hmm. after you as these escaped convicts. Yes. And like that would have been a whole interesting thread of you guys having to wow. escape the city under the cover of the man, you know, the, the manhunt, and then having to make your way back through Jorahs or wherever else your means of escape were mm-hmm. to get back to the empire. And now you had like elements of both. Yeah, you know, that were kind of looking for you, possibly depending mm-hmm. on what you've done, or you know, if you decide with the Empire to go then against Shorhas. Like, I, yes. I had a lot of these kind of loose ideas of where it can go and some possible avenues that I could kind of throw in there, based on what happened. The only way it could have gone to a, a straight TPK is if the party somehow did nothing, accepted their fate, and just went like, okay, well, we'll let them do their thing, and then uh, now we're in here, now we're in prison, now they're interrogating us, and then we're not going to do anything else, and we're not going to try and escape. And then we're considered traitors of war, and we're going to be executed, and we're just going to accept it, and then we get executed. <laughs> and, and I don't think that would have happened because it's not no. the nature of the, of, the, of the players it's necessarily. A yeah, sure. like I, they, they would have, like you know, any heroes doing a story you still fight for their life, and it would have been difficult, and they may have lost, a, a, you know, a person or more in in the escape sure. if it went really poorly. I don't know. Like these were all kind of loose ideas that I kind of kept in the back of my head in case those things happened. Um, and what happened was a possibility that I was considering, but I also know players are very stingy with magical artifacts. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to, to pull out that, that ace in the hole, but, but if they do, it'll, it'll make a big shift, and then that's what they did. Um, and it ended up being a very, very good dynamic. And it's a, cool. a, a shift to the story, yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I honestly don't know what happens now. At, at all. I don't know who's right, who's wrong. I don't know what side we're on. I, I think, don't know how we mm, figure that out. It's, it's fascinating. I'm
2: loving yeah.
0: it. I'm loving it. <laughs> I think some things will be made clear pretty soon. Maybe. Yeah, the direction this thing seems to be going in. Do you know what is clear? What? Our winner of GIF of the Week! Awful, Brian. <laughs> <laughs>
3: GIF
1: of the Week! Pull that boy closer to you. All
0: right, hang on a sec, everyone. <laughs> Get him over here. i right.
1: Oh, he's a good boy. Come here, big boy. Oh, he's a good boy. dear, he is. Hey,
0: Max, can you fetch the pineapple? There you go, what? a good boy. Our winner, is that code? I don't know. It's code for pineapple. Our winner for Campaign 2, episode 57, was sent in by Hungry Muffin Studio. Hungry Muffin Studio. At hungry underscore muffin. Let's take a look.
3: She's waiting outside. I'm just coming in because things are a little different (laughs) than they were before. (laughs) 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 That's amazing. That is oh, incredible. Well
0: done. Great Wow. <laughs> That's a good reveal. Hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
3: Don't
0: mean to spook
2: you, but uh, looking a little different than you remembered.
0: <laughs> that is incredible. Have you brought the pineapple? Oh, thank you. Oh, you threw it at me. Marisha the delivered okay. a pineapple poorly. But Man, did the whole it. squad's still here. <laughs>
1: I'm off a bad
0: PA. Oh, no, it's sorry. fine. It's a, see, it's a pineapple, Steve. I don't know, get your mind out of the gutter. He likes it. Congrats to you, Hungry Muffin. You have won this. Gorgeous. It smells good. Cobalt Soul Journal. New Greg. Steve. New Greg. Steve. All right. Check this out. Check this out. Oh my god, this one has writing in it. Anyway.
1: Oh, is that one still mine?
0: (laughs) This is a prop for something. We've got lined pages. In the back? Grid. Grid. New Greg?
2: For your maps.
0: Steve? (laughs) New Greg? (laughs) Sam? Oh, I said Sam, Zach. It's okay, we'll practice some more. Everyone's (laughs) gonna stay till midnight? Everyone's gonna stay till midnight? Everyone's (laughs) gonna stay (laughs) stay till midnight? Uh, These are available at shop.critroll.com and shop.critroll.uk. Moving on. I moved the ribbons.
1: Did you mess up my book? Everything's
0: fine. Is
1: that one yours? I think so. Does it have big hearts in it that say John Constantine? Probably. Then that one's mine. Sam!
0: (laughs) Sunglasses. You've explained how becoming a goblin twisted Knots' personality, but around Yeza, she seems more like her old self. Ooh. Is this because his presence helps ground her, or is she just making an extra effort to seem unchanged?
2: You remember to talk about the notebook, right? Jesus
0: Christ! <laughs> Everybody is here. Talison. we just talked about the notebook. Because
2: okay, I, I didn't see the uh, notebook. You, you talked about the notebook.
0: I gave it away for GIF of the week.
2: But you, did you talk about it? I though? talked you're about it. Camera. I smelled it. If we showed it
0: to new Greg. We showed it to biked. Steve. Yeah, wait, 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 we back. showed oh. it to old Greg. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, good. As long as
1: that's good. No, it's fine. <laughs> Thank right. you, Tallison. No, I just
2: wanted to make, you know.
1: You, look, you actually look really nice in that light. Thank you. Thank you very much. Just bring <laughs> us some of that uh,
0: cake you're baking uh, out there, I, I, whatever I just it's I sure you know how to do your job. Yeah, no, I don't, but. Yeah, get there. Thank God! Thank you, buddy. Bye. So many quality control people here. Uh, yeah, go get him. Someone's
2: gonna step in. so yep. I'm glad that worked <laughs> out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, buddy. I don't remember the question. It was about
0: Yezza grounding knot, it, it, I think. Does being around Yezza, because she seems like her old self, is it is his it presence does. or is she just making an effort? You to know, she, it's
3: been a, it's been a long time since she's been herself in any sort of normal way, and. That was the first time in a long time. Well, when she was with her son briefly, that was a little moment, a glimpse. But yeah, she's she's with with the love of her life, and it definitely reminds her who she was. It's a little little reminder of the life that she once had, and and what it, what it's all for. Why she's doing this? Why she's on this path? And why she's hooked up with these Mighty Nine um, to get back to that place? And now. She has a little reminder of what home looks like and feels like and, you know, I think that's inspirational for her. And uh, I hope it works out that she finds her way home somehow. Yeah. Maybe sooner than later. I don't know, guys. You
0: might have to <laughs> come up with a new character. For sure, if she gets what she wants. I don't know. Is she a revenant. <laughs> what? Never mind. The <laughs> question was above his pay grade, Matt. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Matt and Sam, this question comes from, and I'm told this is how it's pronounced, Borgavino. Oh, I like it. Uh, Yeza is so wonderful. Did Sam come up with the personality traits, or did Matt, or was it a joint effort?
3: Mostly, mostly Matt. Um, I mean, I, I wrote out a bio. I described their relationship. I described uh, how they met, how they fall, fell in love. Um, what he did, but I didn't say like.
2: You didn't really give any like
3: personality. He's to jokey, it. or he's yeah. he's a nerd. I think a lot of it was just gleaned. You gleaned from description yeah. and from, the way
2: from the way that you you explained their their like, you know, briefly described the dynamic, and then I just kind of built from there and was like, it makes sense, you know, based on the time they've spent together, the per- you know, kind of the you know raising a child together, and the kind of the simpler life of Felderwin and. Um, and, and then just made it up from there.
3: Yeah, and, and I think you took, you know, Veth slash Knott's personality as a, as like, what would work with that? Like, what, how, what kind of person would, would they would make this a pair, a duo?
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> That was Marisha? Nice one, Marisha. as oh. silent, yeah, oh, I know, yeah, I heard it too. That's what Guys, happens when you can't can open or shut a door agree that the cast me. will
3: go home before talks next time? I would time.
0: love for that to be the case. If you're not on the show, just go home, be with your families, you Have know? Have a life. Have a life. <laughs> Jesus. You don't need to be out <laughs> We're here. We're trying to do a show here. I come outside and Travis is on his knees scrubbing the floorboards and the... Good God. Anyway, did you, get, did you get to answer your question before No. I ownership? don't know. I, I don't
3: know, but whatever Matt did with Yeza was aces. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Matt, any thoughts there?
2: Uh, like a lot of these characters, you just kind of take what what elements you have and then create the space for what, make, what makes sense and the way I envision the relationship and the dynamic and kind of what I felt was the, the right progression for this meeting. Uh, that was kind of where Yeza was born out of, you know? I would hate to think that they would sacrifice so much and her have been through so much and then to come and and go across what is perceived by them as one of the most dangerous places in the world for him to be just an asshole at the end of it. <laughs> that yeah. would have been funny yeah. though. Would have been funny
3: but it would have
0: been, <laughs> been awful. And I don't want to tell that story. What's better though, you funny know? or awful?
3: <laughs> you know which side of the coin I fall on no. now. No, it was it was perfect what you did was yeah, perfect. Yeah, well, yeah. And
2: yeah. like and and there's enough darkness and and tragedy and and difficulty in the world and the stories you guys are playing through, you know, you need to pick moments of light. You need to pick things to fight for. You yeah. need, to, you need to, to, to introduce elements that give each character, you know, a, a glimmer to, to carry them through those difficult points. Mm. And for not, really honestly, with everything she's been through, that one glimmer is her family. And uh, mm. I just wanted to play true to that.
0: So, you did good. You did very good. Uh, Dan Gordon has a question for you, Matt. What was your inspiration for the lore behind Luxon? Was it entirely homebrew or did you take some inspiration from other gods in the D&D pantheon? Max, are you? What kind of a fucking (laughs) show? Chris Willemot's going to drive his car through the goddamn wall in a second and go, my bad, gang! Uh. That's all the time we... Matt, I apologize That's okay. for senior producer... I know it doesn't seem like something a senior producer would do, leave his phone on the loudest setting possible <laughs> in the middle of... I one have of, two laptops and a phone. <laughs> I know it's hard. I know, but you're back there like it's, it looks like you guys can't see us, but it looks like fucking swordfish back there. Is <laughs> Matt, please. Uh, right. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, question uh, looks, that one. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, no, that 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 was that was homebrew, kind of based on when I was building out the lore of, you know, like initially I had some designs and ideas for Wild long ago, and that was kind of what I. Kind of kept in this far distant, like, oh, if we ever do another campaign, I'll probably have it here, and it'd be kind of fun to mess with these elements and retool these these things in D and D that I think need some little re- bit retooling. Um, but the uh, the Luxon inspiration came uh, heavily during actually Me Miemers's honeymoon, where I began to really get into this this very heavy mindset of creating Dunamancy, and oh, kind of how yeah. that fits in the world and where it would fit into the story and how that would fit in with. Uh, building out the Korean Dynasty and kind of the Drow society, and yeah, that, all, all was born out of that creative process. Mm. And uh, don't want to go too much into things because you guys are only of still course. finding out elements and things as you go, and there's a lot more that that may or may not ever be discovered. But About um, your honeymoon. Yeah. Well. Can
0: um, <laughs> I be you to it, Sam? No, that was perfect. <laughs> okay. That's good. That good.
3: Good joke.
2: <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So it's it's. Uh, Predominantly homebrew, and a lot of its, a lot of that in Dune here based out of just the general love of, like metaphysics and astrophysics and quantum physics and thing, things that, that uh, are touched Ooh. on in elements of magic. But to me, like much deeper level, yeah, that you're. Looking yeah, well, at. Yeah. I love, I love, you know, theoretical physics around like time and gravity and, uh, you know, entropy and all these different different themes that I wanted to explore specifically with this. Type of magic, and you the would love Travis Willingham's yeehaw game range. <laughs> some of that like lore it. is getting There's
3: deep, lore. Pretty oh, yeah. interesting. Lore. I'm kind of, it's
2: kind of the one thing I'm invested in right
0: yeah. now, outside of our own <laughs> on the critical role, like, yeah. like, what's
3: gonna be revealed next yeah. next time? Yeah.
0: If, if, today. If, we if, did if, a we heavy to... dump. People are gonna need to probably transcript it if <laughs> you can, and really dive deep because to
1: have to do yeehaw recaps. Yeah.
0: Oh boy. It's definitely something we should bring up to the committee. Yeah. Carl's going be proud of you guys. I hope so. Uh, Sam, Lescanobian wants to know, now this question's a little long. If you just want to read it on the screen while oh I read God. it to that Matt, eight then four, go ahead. Seven point when introducing the nine to her husband, Nott was quick to, rush to hush Jester when she said Caleb was like a son to her. She also hasn't been putting him on a pedestal as much since Felderwin when she reunited with Luke. Does not still consider Caleb to be like a son to her? Do you think their friendship might be healthier if they're more equal and honest with each other? Hmm.
3: Great, great question, Leskanobian. Uh, I think, like with many things, with not uh, her relationship with Caleb has been changing and, and in flux. when when the Mighty Nine first came upon them, it was very much uh, a, a mother son protection sort of scheme scenario where she was just trying to keep him alive because she viewed him, possibly still does, view him as uh, her ticket out of, out of this body, um, but also to help him on his journey, in which she, she views uh, you know, he could do great things and become a great person. Also, there was a longing for her own son and her own family uh, and felt so far away that she wanted to connect with someone on that level, just instinctually. Um, but now she has a relationship with all the members of the Mighty Nine, not, not just Caleb. And it's not that uh, she doesn't think of him the same way, it's just, uh, she it, it's its in flux. He, he's gotten to be stronger yeah. of his own will and resolve and doesn't need constant protecting anymore. And he also has other allies and friends among among the Mighty Nine, and so it's uh, yeah, their their relationship is just evolving into something else. I don't really know what it is, um, but also I think he she sh- he sh- she shushed Jester from saying that because it's a lot to throw at Yeza, her husband, who's yeah. just been sitting in this yeah. jail cell, and we walk in and she's like, hey. This is your monster wife, and this is his adopted or adopted son. Like it's a yeah. it's, a lot. it's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot to throw at it. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think there's also an aspect too, from from just from my, my standpoint at least. It's less that there's. It's, it's not that there's less room in your heart for Caleb than there was. No. It's that not has made more room for other people, mm-hmm. and so comparatively, mm. it seems like less attention on a single figure. But yeah, I don't I don't think that's. And there there are a few moments especially with the reveal of what had gone down in Felderwin and kind of the the assembly's involvement in Yez's, you know predicament where it, we, even i was like oh no uh, this is delicious like uh-huh. mari povich material um but uh but yeah no i don't i don't think it
3: yeah i don't too much in I, that I, regard i think she still respects him and stuff but it is it is changing and and there are some unanswered questions on both sides yeah they've both done things or or Uh, They they could piss each other off, and they really still haven't talked about it too too much. This whole Astrid thing got broken up, uh, brought up, and sort of forgotten about. And um, Caleb's relationship to the Cerberus Assembly and all that stuff like uh, there's some unfinished business there that they're gonna have to deal with at some point. um, Yeah, yeah.
0: I gotta say, man, I I know my brand isn't really complimenting you very often. And I don't plan on switching it over to that. But for this brief moment, I'd like to tell you something. Sure. Between the campaigns, I was sitting at home, like I do, with a nice uh, umbrella drink. Sure. <laughs> and I was thinking about. A Gin Ricky? Uh, sure. A <laughs> uh, Don Rickles. And uh, what? Oh my. Oh my, my God. fucking God.
3: Sorry. There's, uh, my wallet is in there.
0: Somewhere. <laughs> if that baby oh, walks in God. here in five minutes, so much. I can help So, I can so help much you yeehaw! Oh, over
2: here. I'm holding it. There's way
0: too much yeehaw. It. There, it there it is. There's your wallet. It's in your pocket. It's in your you got pocket. Got it. it was okay, in your you pocket go. the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Who would have known? Are you good? Are y'all doing anything? Uh, no, we're probably anymore. right. I was just about to compliment Sam, and I've changed my mind. So I'm glad you walked in. Yeah. That's a good shot. That
3: is a new table. When does uh, does talks
0: start? It's gonna start probably in like. Tell me the top three things you would never say if we were live on Talks Machina. Well, I probably.
3: Hey, Steve.
0: Ignore the red light above that camera, and instead, sorry,
3: sorry, sorry.
0: Fetch me another drink. Wow. Wow, man. All star
3: cast tonight. You know. I was almost gonna hear a sincere compliment. My granddaddy, my granddaddy,
0: <laughs> my granddaddy used to say CEOs aren't born; they're made. What I was going to say to you is, I was sitting at home between campaigns with my umbrella drink, contemplating the kind of character I thought each of you would end up playing for the second campaign, because everyone played it pretty close to the vest and didn't really reveal a lot. What did you uh, think for me? I didn't really know, but I didn't expect this whole real like level of family element and all that stuff. Not that you're a huge family person. In real life, but a lot of times the stuff that we choose to bring to the table isn't too close to real life because we're there to get away from that in sure. the first place. In a lot of ways, explore things we don't normally explore things explore, we don't either. normally get a chance to explore. And so I, I didn't know. I didn't think it would just be some jokey thing. I figured you know you have a lot of depth. We saw that with Scanlan and just Scanlan, but, and but you know what I mean. But I'm, I just want to say, like, I think, it's, I think this is really cool. I like that, any, and you know, that, that situation is a lot different than anybody else's, so yeah. Well,
3: thank you for that lovely compliment, and I know I don't compliment you a lot, but I think it's time for tonight's giveaway.
2: I think it's a valid point.
0: Fan art of the week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh yeah!
0: This week's fan art winner for Campaign Two, Episode Fifty Seven, was sent in by Emma Wright at Emma. Oh, sorry, Emma White, W I G H T at Emma White Twit. It's a doozy. Brace yourselves. Oh,
3: I haven't seen this. Sweet. sweet. Oh, is Caleb crying? (laughs) Oh.
2: Oh
3: Looking wow, forward. that's so nice.
0: Oh yeah, so good. That's pretty cool, man. That's nice.
3: I like I love it.
2: Little adjuster's handkerchief is monogrammed. It's really cute. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, <laughs> That's awesome. really cute. Uh, thank you to everyone who submitted. Congrats to you, Emma. You have won this. Wormwood cherry tabletop dice tray Woo! from our friends at Wormwood Woo! Gaming. Damn, yeah, yeah, New Greg, Steve. New Greg. Max. Oh, he doesn't have a Max cam. <laughs> you can enter our weekly contests by emailing your GIF or fan art to submit at talksmonkey.com. Now, listen. Make sure to watch Worm Life too, because it's a great show. Rules for our contest are available at critrole.com. <laughs> I forgot to say it earlier when I was on the wormwood stuff. Don't oh, make fun of me. I went sorry. to hosting school. Moving on. You hosting. got it in though. You got it in. Man, the cherry one. You gotta smell you it, please. Do you smell everything I you do. give away? It's, dude, you can smell. Someone worked hard on that I thing. I
3: know, but like the notebook. This. Do you just yeah. smell all of our merch? I mean. Do you ever it's buy nice. something? Yeah, That's really nice. Yeah, you're
2: welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Smells <laughs> <The laughs> good. You have to catch him at the huffing
1: hour
0: every day,
2: though. <laughs> the huffing hour. He's <laughs> just in there in the back That's <laughs> what
0: I originally wanted to call this show. Uh, Chris Tarnowski has a question for Matt, you there. In the yes, Chris. What when a person's mean? soul is reincarnated through the Luxon Beacon, can their soul be reborn in the body of any species? Or is it more like drow, or are always reborn as drow, goblin is always reincarnated as goblin, etc.? Any species, Um, which is why
2: some of the members in the council have lived many different lives, like male, female, both, neither, uh, different races throughout the realm. Um, There are the the dens kind of get a little more scattered as far as like some of them may have begun as drow long ago, but as the reincarnation process has begun, based on the uh, the the cultures coming together in Jorhas under their banner, it's beginning to grow a little more, uh, you know, colorful. Yeah. but yeah, that's it's about it. I don't want to reveal or say
0: anything else. I got it. No, on beyond beyond that, no, but yeah. No, no, I'm glad you said what you did. Do you guys believe in reincarnation in real life? Do you think we come back as beautiful flowers or perhaps like a lizard? Or? I
3: would like I would like to believe that. I think that's a I nice do. that's a nice philosophy.
0: You do. What do you think we come back as, Danny? I
1: like to think that I like to think that uh we get that we we have multiple lives and things like that. I don't know if we come back as flowers. But I think well, you don't that, have
0: to belittle what I was saying.
1: I'm just saying. About, I feel like we. I feel like our. I feel guess. like I, if we have souls, then hopefully they have more than just one one time.
2: Yeah, and come back as a flower for the super bloom and some Instagram.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, comes by on. and smashes you with their, <laughs>
2: foots, so they can get the
0: right picture, you know, come great. back as a dolphin on the Fire Festival Island.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh man, you're talking about dolphins and I'm too sick to do my dolphin noise.
0: Oh, what a shame. Instead,
1: <laughs> Sam can answer this question <laughs> from
0: <laughs> Night Wild one thing Wings. <laughs> night Wild Wings. I think I ordered food from there last night. <laughs> we got a glimpse of Yaza's surprise concerning Not's new set of skills. Is not excited to show them off or afraid it will further distance her. From the wife Yaza knows.
3: I think she's kind of excited to show off. She's I think even just in that brief interaction with Yaza, she realized, oh, snap. I've I've learned a lot of stuff in this in these few months. I'm I'm kind of cool now. And and she didn't she she was learning all that stuff for survival. Um but now I think she's she's ready to impress the shit out of her husband with her awesome skills, and I think he will. Definitely be impressed by her. Yeah. Back back when they were living as hus- husband and wife, I think he was he ran the business and he was a very sort of, you know, patriarchal yeah. relationship.
2: I don't think he saw it as like a, you know, I'm this is my business and you're no, the helper. No, it was more no. that she like you were supported him and thought yeah, of him She loves loves
3: him and wants to support him right. and, and knows that he's brilliant. He's a brilliant chemist. Yeah. Wants to support him. She's a she's a great supporter of, of people who for whom she feels are, have great talent. Yeah. But now she, I think she has grown in confidence along this journey too, and realizes like she has a lot to offer too, and maybe it's her turn in the spotlight.
2: Mm-hmm. I think he's very much in the same mindset. He's very much like, I, you know, you, you. I think I think when they were when they were living together, you know, Veth didn't really want to. Sh- to overshadow, or you know, like I said, she was very much wanting to support his mm. thing and work together on stuff. I think he's excited to see what what you've been able to do and, yeah. and accomplish in the in the interim. And
3: yeah, they were a team. They're still a team. Me and my wife are a team. You and your wife, we're all like we're in a, we're in pretty good we're we're in good teams. I love it when my wife does something that. Is super impressive, and I would love her to take the spotlight. And oh yeah, and I, I've watched you watch Marisha take the spotlight. I, en- and I
2: enjoy my sidecar so much. Yeah, it's great. It's so
0: great. It's great. Back, yeah. yeah. Thursday night, forty-eight hours from now, the return of Ashley Johnson to Christmas. Thank God. Counting down the hours, minutes, seconds. What
3: if she dies in that episode? What if Yasha dies? Stop it. What if Yasha just is like, hey guys, I'm <laughs> No, <You're the>
1: worst. <laughs> stop it. It could
3: yeah. happen. Sam. It's a non-zero percent chance. Sam Regal.
0: Liam came in and yelled at you. Marisha came in and threw a pineapple very poorly at Henry. <laughs> Travis came in. Teabagged us. Teabagged the both of you, <laughs> yeah. And then put his crappy shoes on our coffee table Talison came in, said some stuff off camera. I can't say. On Is camera. Ashley in the building? <laughs> you better watch the fuck out, <laughs> because either someone's gonna throw Ronan at your head, and then Laura's gonna be diving after you. After um, Matt, Les Brandian wants to know a question sure. about Beau and Caleb's interaction there. Were you, as the DM, surprised by Bo and Caleb's asking to end the war? And what were the Bright Queen's thoughts on this? Does she think they're naive and idealistic, or does she commend their ambition? Well, I'm not going to comment on any of
2: the Bright Queen's thoughts. Of course. uh, Because that is not information anyone here should know. Of course. Those are hers and hers alone. Um, But it did catch me off guard uh, a little bit. Um, One of my favorite things about being a dungeon master is when your players surprise you, Um, not just from their actions, but their growth. And seeing where you all started, seeing kind of the journey of the Mighty Nine, um, from these, these people that wanted at least of all to be involved in grander schemes that really seemed to pay no mind or take any uh, stock in the way the world at large seems to be moving and grinding forward um, to. Step up and begin to take real interest into the the care of good people in the future ahead of them. uh, It was amazing, and for me, it's a really thrilling and really prideful moment because it, it, to me, as as a storyteller, it excites me to think that the players are creating, creating their story as much as I'm creating the world around Mm -hmm, it. Yeah, and um, you know, people say like, you know, Matt, you're you're a decent dungeon master. I'm like, I'm 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 decent. But it's the magic that everyone brings to the table together that makes you know a good story, and that goes for any table out there. Um, and this is a perfect example of moments that, like, are, are a prime, shining example of what the players bring, and that makes the story so dynamic and so interesting and beautiful. And I can't do any of that. I'm just I'm in awe of what you guys do every week, and hope to try and keep up, and you know, do do my best to to make it worth what what you all do you're, too.
3: You're getting there.
2: But I know I'm working on it. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I was I that caught me off guard in a really wonderful way. And I'm I'm excited. I I'm I'm always excited when I see character growth like that. Yeah. So I'm um yeah, we'll see where it goes. Lots of it lately. Yeah. Goodness I'm, gracious. But I mean, we're at that point in the campaign we now are, where yeah. where shit's, shit's real. the stakes are getting larger, the choices are bolder, um and whether or not they're ready, things are happening around them and it's up to them as to how they react, how to involve or how to avoid. And uh, you know. Make their choices wisely. Yeah.
0: Sam, Kima Butch wants to know mm. how does not feel about the Mighty Nine preventing her from drinking. Is she ultimately grateful?
3: Hmm. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough, man. Uh, I think that in the moment she she was okay with it, but she likes a good drink, man. Sometimes. Sometimes it's what the body needs <laughs> to I cope know what with you the mean. day. Yeah. Uh, it's been a crutch that she, she's been leaning on for quite some time, and she doesn't want to lose it. <laughs> she's, not, uh, she's not perfect yet, yeah. and, uh, or might never be. But no one likes being told you got to stop drinking, right? All I'm saying, guys, is drink more. No, wow. don't. <laughs> no, wow. don't at all listen to him. Wow. If anyone tells you to stop drinking, what the fuck do they know? All right, next question. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you you Sim. can stop at any time. It's fine. Sim. You'll <laughs> be fine. You're not an addict. Come on. What, is this not good? Should I not? You should
0: really. I have three th- words. <laughs> I have three words, please. Liam, for president.
1: (laughs) I can't work with this, Sam. I can't work with this. It's your job
3: to spin this into a good candidacy. This is your job. There's no
0: spinning that into a good candidacy. (laughs) We're going to get a letter from Matt. Mothers against uh, whatever. Drunk uh, Democrats or whatever. Matt. Yes distract us from the awful advice he just gave to <laughs> children and their parents, with an answer to this question from Kaizo the Stoic. What are your thoughts on how the Mighty Nine have developed as a cohesive group with a goal? How have they surprised you? Uh,
2: in, a sim- in a similar vein to the same question, like it's, uh, that's something that, that I love watching, and you know, as, as as a dungeon master, you want to make sure you facilitate a story that gives the opportunity for them to grow together and to make choices that kind of align their goals to a point where they become a solid group and a family eventually. That's kind of the the basis of a good adventuring. But party. how
0: aligned do you feel everyone's goals are? Since they're, you know they're all ba- you, since you know everyone's backstories, right. I understand what you're saying, but like how aligned are they? Do you think not not
2: terribly? So the the, the challenge is finding ways where you can present them with common ground or give them opportunities to. Care enough for each other to be invested in each other's stories, yeah, and look for places where naturally some stories can be parallel, or at least you know you can achieve goals alongside each other, so they don't feel like they're constantly at odds with each other's direction. You know, it's it's part of the the interesting narrative balance you take as a as a storyteller and as a, as a, uh, a GM is trying to to take them on adventures, but also take them on adventures that they're invested in and willing to go along with. Um, you know that that has a bit of a buy-in for the players as well, but
3: yeah, this campaign, you've given us choices that are much more gray, gray choices. I feel like in the first campaign we were all essentially on the same path, on the same team.
2: Yeah, it was very like good and evil was very clearly defined and we, and for the we, most part. But this is
3: so so interesting. Um, is it so more much challenging more, for you as it's a player? Much more challenging because you know, who are looking for, uh, I'm looking for those, those, not clues, but just something I can sink my teeth into to be like, okay, I think we're on the right path, but I guess there is no right path for this campaign and the right path is sort of whatever we decided is as a group or whatever is the most meaningful for us as an individual character in that moment, which is really more like real life, obviously. Um, and I, I, so far, m- possibly more rewarding in, in a way, because, like, we're we're not just following along the path of the game to the end of the game. Like, we're making our own path through a world, and the game the game is that journey. It's it's right. not to get from point A to B. It's it's the, the direction that that we take that we take it. And it's what's it's,
0: between A and B that's important. Those right? are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You could've just, ugh.
3: But no, it's, it's, it's interesting, and certainly more frustrating and challenging, mm-hmm. but I think, I hope, ultimately more rewarding, unless we choose wrong, and maybe we're wrong about this the whole time, and there is a right and wrong answer, and we're just getting it wrong. Well,
2: I mean, the, <laughs> there's, the whole world is in gray. There is good and there is evil, okay. and there are things in between. And really, what it comes down to is being inquisitive enough and following the right threads to uncover those shades of light and dark amongst the gray. Mm-hmm. And you guys have done a good job of that in some places. And you guys are beginning to unravel certain threads of that in the world uh, on you know different different faction sides and stuff. And so you're you're just now getting to a path like more so previously or it was you know personal stories and exploration and kind of things. You're now starting to to ask more of the right questions and starting to piece together your own interpretations of what's happening on a macro scale. And for me, it's awesome to see it come together and be like, oh, they're onto something. Oh, they're on the wrong path. Oh, they have an interesting idea. Oh, that's, they're getting there, you know? And like, like okay. for, for me knowing kind of what's going on, it, I don't know, it's fun, it's really fun for me.
1: It's fun for
3: me too. Not so much for Brian, but no, know, I'm probably. having a blast. <laughs> it's
1: really I, hard to recap. I'm Let me tell yeah, you. I'm sure. <laughs> sorry. Just stick.
3: Just focus more attention on your your yee caps.
1: My yee caps. Your
3: yeehaw yes. caps. Your yes. yeehaw yee caps. Yee caps. Yeah, yee caps. There you
0: go. <laughs> um, I think that's all the time we have for tonight. What? My... Oh shit. Yeah, I want to thank Sam. I want to thank you too, Matt. Oh, thanks. for joining so, me. Hi. Episode fifty-eight. What? Critical Role campaign two is this Thursday. As always, don't forget to love each other. Someone got a tattoo of it. Tweeted me today. That's really? really? That's, oh, really cool. that's amazing. Don't, don't, forget don't forget to love each, each other. Either. It's really cool. That's and the a lot arm, of Someone asked them if the other arm says stay turned. In
2: time.
0: <laughs> uh, don't worry. It's almost Thursday. And creepy ain't a crime. Creepy. neither is D&D neither is D&D oh, stay <laughs> tuned my friends Bye. thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network if you like this episode please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and if you'd like to know more about Critical Role and the shows on our channel check out our website at criticalrole.com Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash criticalrole on Tuesdays at 7pm Pacific we'll see you next time